Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Red 5 standing by. I am Iron Man. I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hello there. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. If you step out that door, you are an Avenger. That's what we call ourselves, sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Superhero landing. She's gonna do a superhero landing. Wait for it. I could do this all day. I, folks, Welcome to Movie Punditry, uh, co-host Randall Burns, along with my very, very good co-host, co-pilot, Mr. Mahoney. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I have not been this excited to record an episode in a long, long time, probably since Endgame, after Endgame. Really? Yeah. Um, Because I don't know if, if, and I've said it, I think I've said this before when we've we we tend to come back to DC's troubles a lot. Um, I'm originally a DC fan. The first comic book I ever got was a Robin. Co- no, I got an X Men comic. Fell off for a little while, and then when Robin got his own solo series when it was Tim Drake, it pulled me back in. I'm a Batman, huge Batman fan, and I, and I liken it to the story of how I became an Xbox fan when the PlayStation Three came out. I think the price was like five hundred, around like five hundred, six hundred dollars. And the Xbox 360 was much cheaper. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to get this thing. And I liked it a lot. And DC just started making some weird decisions with their comic books. Um, And then the movies didn't hit right. And, you know, Marvel just knocked it out the park with Captain America to the point where, like, yo, this is my dude now. Like, I'm still a huge Batman fan. I'm still a huge Robin fan. But... Captain America in the comic books, he's firing all cylinders. In the MCU, he was knocking it out the park. And then they just pulled me in. And to see the almost, I don't want to say complete 360 that they've done, because I'm, I, you know, nothing's got out on screen yet, but just some of the decisions that they've made over the past, what, week or two? It's like, okay, you guys might finally be, you know, writing this ship. And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, are they really writing the ship or are they making the decisions that I want them to make? So, and I think it's like a little bit of both, but I'm very excited. Um, so, for gonna, those, I mean, we, we got to see how those decisions pay off in the long yeah. run. Um, and so for those that don't know, cause I mean, we haven't said it. I mean, you've probably heard about now. Um, we are getting some form of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, can you go in a bit more in depth? Cause you are the, the cinema genius that you are. Can you give, Give us some background on what that's going to be or pot we, we might be looking at. Yeah. Well, unless, you know, unless you've been, I mean, if you're listening to this, then you probably have some idea. Um, but, you know, ever since, ever since Justice League came out, people have been vying for, you know, the so-called Snyder cut because, um, you know, Zack Snyder left the film for personal reasons halfway through and, you know, Josh Sweeten finished the film and 
So there's always been this idea that Zack Snyder had a different version of the film in mind. And um, with HBO and, and Warner dropping HBO Max, then looking for some, you know, kind of carrot and a stick that uh, would get people to sign up for it. They've announced that they are in fact going to do next year in 2021, they're going to release um, what's called in some form Zack Snyder's Justice League. What that's going to look like, we don't know. Um, there's, uh, there's word that they haven't even decided what that's going to look like. It may be a four-hour film. It may be a limited series. Um, we're not really sure yet. A um, couple things that they've said is while there will be reshoots for it, there will absolutely not be cast reshoots. Um, which means that we're not getting Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot back to shoot new scenes. Um, you know, what the, what the principals have done is done. Um, there is supposedly, they're supposedly they're going to go back and redesign Steppenwolf to what Zack Snyder's original look for him was. Um, supposedly they're adding in some dark side who was supposed to originally be in it. And, um, supposedly it's going to, the narrative is a bit different. So who knows? And then the other news that we got is Henry Cavill is returning as Superman, but not quite in the form that many of us thought. So while there's no set plans for Man of Steel 2, the reports were, and I think it was from Variety, uh, I want to give people credit where it's due, that uh, he'll be used in a fashion similar to the Hulk in the MCU world. Appearances, cameos, co-star roles, which I'd still like to see him get a proper man of steel too. And and I'll even say this: I was going as far as to say Zack Snyder should direct it, and I will stand on this hill until the day I die, which is hopefully a long time from now. That's a top five origin story, and it's in my top five comic book films of all time. There was nothing wrong with that film. The fight scenes were incredible. To me, the story was great. I know some people got some issues with the Jonathan Kent death. I don't even have a problem with the way he killed Zod. thought the movie was fantastic. Um, Batman or Superman, that's not his fault. And he said it. That's more of a Batman movie than it is a Superman movie. And he's completely right. Even in the, the Ultimate Edition, Justice League, it is what it is. I mean, that, that wasn't that man's fault at all. They barely used him. So, I think the only fair thing to do is let Zack Snyder shoot Man of Steel 2. It doesn't have to be a story, but just let him direct it. Your thoughts on how DC moves forward with Henry Cavill? I think that um, I think that ship has sailed. I don't think you're going to see a Man of Steel 2. I'm not really, and I'm not really sure that that's necessarily a bad idea. You know, one of the reasons they didn't go forward and do a second Hulk movie is because, I mean, Hulk... Like, what is Hulk's story? You know what I'm saying? And Superman is a difficult character because he basically beats everything. So, and he doesn't have a whole lot of internal conflict. So, to have him come into a Aquaman 2 or Shazam 2 or a Wonder Woman 3 or something along those lines, I think that's a smart use of the character. Um, 
and to kind of flesh out their universe and connect their universe a little more. You know, they they're, they are and they still are playing catch up with Marvel, but there's an opportunity now, now that Marvel has con- concluded the Infinity Saga and they're kind of like, where are they going now? I think it's a really opportunity for DC to step in and say, well, we, we've been putting this thing together now and let's see where this goes. My problem with that sentiment is that I hear that all the time, right? But yet I get ex- great stories in comic books. I've been in great, like that Justice League cartoon seasons one and two were amazing. And I got really good stories about Superman in it. I complete. I firmly but, believe. But, but, but Superman is part of an ensemble in that. He's not, you know, they may have be a Superman story in it, but, you know, and fine. We've had, you know, 80 years of Superman comics. I mean, there are stories to tell with Superman. And I think they um, translate on screen. Yeah, but but that but that's are you rebooting it now? You know what I'm saying? It's no, like, nope. Don't we, we we just let this train keep on rolling. You started it. Let's let's keep it on going. We don't need an origin story. We're bringing the guy back. Heck, what was wrong with there was? And I'll say this: my issue with Brian Singer's Superman Returns was actually a really good film. Should have been more action, but the the core story that was there was incredible. I, I don't disagree with you. I, I I liked I liked the the bones of that movie. I liked the you know the idea of he left, he came back. He's got these repercussions of what he did. Um, that's you know you're right. I mean, was the execution of it perfect? No, um, but at its heart, it was a pretty decent film. I would say this: if they do make a Man of Steel or whatever you want to call it you have to lighten the tone a bit. He's not the character to try and go Frank Miller this thing with. Um, Here, here's my biggest problem with the idea of a Man of Steel 2 is they yeah. is if they're going to do a Man of Steel 2, that should have been Zod. You're right. You're 100% right. So what are you going to do now? I think you got to go Brainiac because you did Doomsday. You screwed it up, but you, you did it. Um, it did. I mean, do you think Brainiac really trans? These films are somewhat grounded in reality. You think Brainiac really transfer transfers to that? Look, man, we got two Kryptonian ships sitting on Earth. I, something's inside them. Let's get creative. Let's get weird. I think this you can make this work because if you would have told me that I'd have, I'd have fell in love with Captain America before this thing started, I'd have said you're out of your ever loving mind. And somehow the Russos, McFeely, and Marcus made it work like incredibly. Because at his heart, he's boring. I think what might make an interesting story is if you do something like Bizarro. I I'm here for it. Just give me more. Give me Henry Cavill Superman at two hours. Twice, twice. You do a Bizarro story. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. Um, the other report I wanted to touch on is this. I guess they want to do something else with Harley Quinn. And I think maybe they might want to pump the brakes on that. Okay. Keep talking. I just... Like, Birds of Prey was okay. But we've discussed it. They tried to tell, like, maybe three or four stories in that thing. And that wasn't necessary. If you're going to do it, and some of the reports are like, well, maybe they'll, they'll do a Gotham City Sirens. No, if you're going to do a Harley Quinn movie, do a Harley Quinn movie. If you're going to do a Birds of Prey movie, 
then use those people and do a Birds of Prey movie. I don't need you trying to tell all these different stories and you can't even pull that off. So I, I think you, you pump the brakes on that. Let's see how Suicide Squad does and see how big her involvement is in that and what the fan reaction is. If it's overwhelming, like, oh, my God, we love Margot Robbie and this was great. Okay, maybe move forward with that. But let's let's flesh out this world a bit without her. What do you think? Well, I think. See, I I don't know what they're doing with like their whole Gotham City world, right? Yeah. Because you have like we don't know what the Batman's going to be, right? You have Suicide Squad. You have Joker. And I don't think almost I don't think much of that's connected. Well, here's the thing, right? Is I I actually watched Joker this week. Yeah. And it is really deeply connected to bat to the Batman story, much more than I thought it would be. In what way? So the whole the whole um The whole trigger, really, for for the whole thing. All right, let's, so we'll do just a little quick two minute kind of synopsis of this thing, right? So, so this guy Arthur Fleck is, you know, he has he's this guy who's got, you know, obviously he's got mental illness problems. He's in a uh, he goes and sees a counselor and he gets medication. He can't hold down the only job he can hold down is he's a sign basically a sign spinner. You know, those guys who stand outside like the electronic stores and stuff like that. Yep. And he gets uh, he gets attacked. He gets beaten. Um, and uh, he buys a gun to protect himself. And uh, the gun falls out of his pocket during a performance at a children's hospital. And he gets, so he gets fired. And then he finds out that his program's getting shut down. And then he's so he's on the subway and. Um, he gets attacked by these three drunk, like yuppie types and he winds up killing them. And this kind of ignites a firestorm in the city. Thomas Wayne takes this opportunity to decide he's going to run for mayor. And he makes a statement that the reason people behave like the reason that poor people behave the way they do is because they're jealous of wealthy people. Whoa, that goes in a complete opposite direction. <laughs> and that starts this firestorm in the city, whereas the Joker now becomes like this folk hero um, and kind of the symbol of the resistance. And all these pe- all these people like wear Joker masks um, and start rioting and doing all this stuff. And it, it's a lot more complicated than that. Um, and at one point, one point Arthur actually goes to Wayne Manor and he see he meets um he meets young Bruce and gets in a fight with Alfred. <laughs> um and then the ending of the film is there's this he actually he's on TV, he's on this variety show, um like a like a tonight show kind of thing, mm-hmm. and he admits on t- live TV that he was the one who killed the three guys on the subway. Um, and they arrest him, but then the rioters like attack the police car and free him. And during these riots is when Martha and Thomas Wayne get killed coming out of the theater. Um, and so it sets up the whole Batman story. And 
I did not expect it to be that deeply connected to the Batman story. I thought it was going to be completely standalone. And so I don't know now going forward, I don't know what Matt Reeves's movie is going to do with that. If they're going to, you know what I'm saying? Like clearly it's a different Joker in the suicide squad. Yeah. So we don't, we don't know. Are they going to soft kind of retcon that story out going forward? Are they going to, are there's going to be two kind of branches where one is like the Harley Quinn line and one is the Batman line? I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Yeah. So, and we might as like, we could try to sift through this right now. The way I had looked at it coming post, I guess, Justice League, going forward, like Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Shazam, because in Shazam, you know, you get the, you know, the Man of Steel Superman coming to the lunch table. There were clips, like newspaper clippings of Batman and a Batarang. So I assume that that, um, you know, Birds of Prey, Aquaman, Wonder were all within the same, let's say, timeline or multiverse, universe. I didn't know where the Joker fit in, and I still don't know where you know the Batman fits in. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying is you may you may see that there's kind of two branches of this. Yeah, right. One where is like maybe the Joker and the Batman are one branch, and the existing DCEU is the other branch. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you you've already had Batman in you know, in Suicide Squad. You've already yeah. had the Joker in Suicide Squad. So it'd be kind of hard to reconcile that with Joker, for instance. And we don't know what Batman's going to be. Is that going to be another origin story? I mean, one of the things I liked about what the way the DCU handled it was I liked this idea of coming into a Batman who is... Season. Who's 20 years in. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate that very much because we'd always get these... You know, Bruce is either at the start. Now, well, Michael Keaton seemed to be pretty well established at what his Batman was. I don't want another. From all the reports I saw, like the Matt Reeves version was, he's not a rookie, but he isn't this, you know, 20 year vet. This might be like year three or four, but it's somewhat of an origin story. So I don't know. I don't, I don't need to see his parents coming out of the. The movie theater or opera, we've seen that enough times. No, we've we've seen that like five times in the theater. I don't I don't need to see it again. So I don't know. I, and then the other thing too is also, folks. Let's be clear. And, and and by the way, and by the way, that's one of the things I liked about the current iteration of Spider Man is we didn't have to sit through Peter getting bit by a spider again. Yeah, you know, Peter. Uh, what Tony brought up the whole question of what's your thing, and you know, he explained to him. Things happen. You don't take responsibility for it, and people are going to lose their lives. Paraphrasing, yeah. And he, and he tells you know he tells uh, what's his name, his friend there, that uh, you know how it happened, and then he got bit by spiders. Like, oh, can I get bit by a spider? You know, you know he talks about it, but we don't have to go through it. Yeah, he's already he's already doing the job when we get to him, and I like that. The other thing is. Folks, let's be clear. We don't get this Snyder cut if there's no HBO Max. Absolutely. No, it, definitely not. This, was, they're gonna, this is, this is going to cost them $20, 40000000 million, something like that. Yeah, this has had nothing to do with your hashtags, your tweets, your Instagram posts. That ship had sailed until they're like, oh, we got the streaming service, and we need something that's going to make everybody watch it. 
because I'm not buying this thing until the Snyder Cut gets released. And then depending on how Green Lantern Corps is, it's probably going to get canceled after I watch it. Not that it's bad, but I got enough streaming services. Yeah. And it's, it's, I've been dig, digging around in it the last couple of days. Um, it's got some interesting stuff, but I don't think it's for us. Yeah. Um, and the reason I say this is for, okay. Uh, so do you have it? No, I got okay. HBO Go. Okay, so you're are you an HBO subscriber? On like nope. Optimum? No comment. <laughs> okay. Um. So you could probably get it actually, but we'll talk about that later. Um. So basically, it's set up kind of like Disney Plus, right? It's got the same thing that everybody else has. It's got, you know, so Disney, it's got the carousels that, you know, all the streaming services have. Um, and then it's got like this hub like Disney has. So like Disney Plus has like Marvel and Star Wars, and Animal Planet or Nat Geo. And, you know, they've got all these kind of hubs, right, that you go into. And HBO Max has got the same thing. It's got HBO. It's got DC. um, but it's got, um, it's got like for instance, it's got a hub for Sesame Street because <laughs> okay. that's one of their properties. Yeah. So every episode except for Sesame Street ever is on there. Um, it's got a hub for um, Turner Classic Movies, which is interesting. There's a if you're if someone's into like old classic movies, like you know Casablanca and that type of stuff, mm-hmm. this is a goldmine for that. Um, you know, oddly, like Armageddon is in that section, but okay, that's different. <laughs> um, it's got um, it's got two Cartoon Network sh- channels, um, one for Cartoon Network, one for Adult Swim. Um, it's got one for Crunchyroll. It's got one for Looney Tunes, which, uh, from what I'm hearing, is actually pretty good. Um, they're making new Looney Tunes cartoons, which are supposed to be actually really good, from what I'm hearing. Um, it's got uh, it's got a Studio Ghibli channel, which has got all the Studio Ghibli stuff, and it's got a DC hub. The DC hub to me is disappointing. So here's the, I wondered about that. How much of the stuff were they going to pull from the DC Universe app and put over there? And I guess that not much. Me. Yeah. So what it uh, I can tell you what it doesn't have. <laughs> um, it doesn't have like. Batman the Animated Series. It doesn't have... Um, I mean, it's got Teen Titans. It doesn't It doesn't have Titans. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any of the Nolan films. Um, Is Superman because, on it? Mainly because it doesn't have any of the Superman films. Um, mainly because I think those are still... Like, the Nolan films are on Hulu. Yeah. So, you know, there's probably, like... Some streaming contracts. There's probably streaming contracts and stuff that are that have to expire. Like with Disney, you know, when Disney Plus launched, like it didn't have all the Star Wars films and stuff like that. Um, it's got all the older Batman films, um, like the Burton films and the Joel Schumacher films. Mm-hmm. It's got, uh, you know, obviously it's got Aquaman, it's got Wonder Woman. I mean, it's got some good stuff. It's got. Um, 
it's got like some of the some of the good animated stuff. It's got like the Dark Knight Returns. It's got the Killing Joke. Um, it's got you know Beware the Batman. It's got um, it's got you know obviously it's got Joker. It's got Justice League. It's got Shazam, uh, Suicide Squad. Um, you know it's got like it's got the Wonder Woman movie, but it's also got like the Wonder Woman animated show. It's got Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. Um, it's got Watchmen. You know, I mean, it's got it's got Doom Patrol. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that they have got, Doom Patrol. Yeah, I, that was a surprise. It's got Green Lantern. It's got Beware the Batman. I mean, it's got a bunch of it's got a lot of stuff. But I think the stuff that the casual fans going for, yeah, the Nolan movies, um, you know, Man of Steel. That stuff's not on here, which is a bit of a surprise for the launch. Um, you know, you figured they would have had that kind of things, but. You know, I mean, you've got, you know, a cha- you know, a carousel here for epic origin stories and it's got, you know, Catwoman and it doesn't have Man of Steel. That's interesting. Um, it's got um, Gotham Knights, but it's also got like Green Lantern and Supergirl. Like who's watching those? <laughs> you know, and Catwoman. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's enough. To, like I said, I'm, I'm not getting on that thing until the Snyder Cut. <clears throat> Yeah. So um and I think they I think they bungled the rollout quite a bit mm-hmm. because um I don't think they made it like I don't think they made any kind of clear like definition of like what this thing was. Yeah. And why you needed it. You know, from the early rollouts, like I was kind of looking at this thing like, all right, I have HBO. Why do I need this? Because I'm not saying, you know, I didn't know because they didn't like they didn't like talk about like these hubs and everything. Like I didn't know about the Turner Classic Movies thing. I didn't know about Crunchyroll. Um, you know, like my, my girls are big into anime and stuff like that. So they'll probably love that. And and they're not they were I don't think they were really clear on like how you were getting it. Like it's not on Roku and it's not on Amazon, like Amazon streaming, which are the two biggest streaming services. You know, between Roku and Amazon, that's like 70% of streaming right there. Jeez. And it's not available on them because, you know, they're all whining. They're all fighting and they're all trying to make money. But they weren't even, uh, they weren't clear on that. Like, I knew they weren't on Amazon. But yeah. like yesterday, I was listening to, to John Campia. And if anybody's going to be informed about this stuff, it's going to be Campia. And he didn't know that it wasn't going to be on his Roku. You know? The thing is... I'd scroll through social media and I'd saw those reports, so I'm not sure how he doesn't know that. They, exactly, they were out there, but I, I, you know, I don't think they really came out like very clearly about what was going on. It was, it was kind of like it was half hand, it was half handed. You know what I'm saying? Um, the only reason I have it is because right now, like, I was pretty pissed because you know I'm on Xfinity and they hadn't made a deal with Comcast. Yeah, and I'm like. And I was getting ready to cancel HBO and just sign up for this because, you know, I'm paying Comcast 15 bucks a month for HBO. This is 15 bucks a month. What the heck? You know, and they actually announced uh, yesterday morning or or Wednesday morning on launch day that they had reached a deal with Comcast. Um, And so I was able to log on to it. Now, it's still it's still not on the X1. Um, they said that'll probably take a few days, um, or maybe a week or so before they, cause they have to write an app for the X one, but 
Uh, do you know what that is? No. So so Comcast has the cable boxes for Comcast. Yeah. Run apps. Oh, I so, see what you're saying. So so my cable box um, has a section where I go in and like like Netflix is in there and YouTube is in there and Peacock is in there. Is it Android based? It's Android based. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so they haven't, they haven't loaded like a HBO max app into it yet. So right now I have it on my phone and I have it on my Xbox, Uh, but I can log into it from Xfinity, but that was like a really like last minute deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like there were people on Reddit, like Wednesday afternoon that were like, I still can't get on. And um, I didn't download it until like five o'clock and I was able to log right in. So probably like er earlier in the day, like they didn't even have the app set up to be able to log in via Xfinity. So that was all like really a last minute deal. Um, Yeah. So it was just like, like, how do you not get your ducks in a row? You know what I'm saying? It's like, do you think they should have waited until they had something that was like worth watching to put this thing out? No, I, I think I don't, I'm not. A, I don't have a problem with the timing of it because what I have a problem with is what I think is was poor on their part was that they launched it before they had locked down Amazon and Roku because it it brings value to HBO subscribers because you do get this extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like for me right now, like it's not costing me anything. And I have all this extra stuff that I don't have through HBO directly. Like there's a lot of stuff on here that's not on the HBO Go app. But um, they should have they should have sorted that out with Amazon and Roku before they dropped it, I think. I think it's fine. And, and there is original – I shouldn't say – I mean there they do have original stuff, but it's nothing great. Like they have like some TV show with Anna Kendrick and some other stuff. Um, like it, like it's, they got kids stuff, like a lot of kids stuff, original yeah. stuff that I've heard is pretty decent, but, um, you know, there's nothing that's really bang, you know, I need this right now. You know, I mean, they have like all the Harry Potter movies. So if you're into that, I guess that's cool. You, you scroll through three or four channels, you're going to be able to watch it in a weekend though. Yeah. Um, you know, so I mean, it's 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 fine, but so then you know, the next app that's coming out is, is Peacock, right? Peacock's already out. Is there any reason I should get that? Yeah, absolutely not. Okay. Um, I'm not. I've had Peacock. Peacock launched um, early on Comcast. Um, so I've had Peacock for like two weeks now. And I don't think I've used it for anything. Um, I mean, unless you're like big into NBC shows, I guess. The only it's thing I watch of, on there is uh, Parks and Rec. Like, it's kind of like Hulu. <laughs> um, you know, uh, let me let me bring up their menu. Like they don't have uh, what do they got? like it's set up a little different. Like they have like they have channels and stuff too, and then they have you know the same thing. Um, what do they got? Yeah, so like, so like they do. It's 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 not as much on demand, I think, as it's like they have various like channels and things. But I guess they have some on demand stuff too. I don't know. It's kind of weird the way it's set up. 
So like you, if you go through their main screen, it's like, there's like a bunch of channels, like the, the Jimmy Fallon channel and the Saturday night live channel and the late night with Seth Meyers channel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, so they have like all that stuff. Um, and then they, ha- I think they have some on-demand things. Yeah, like you could watch like like all the NBC shows, like Thirty Rock and Parks and Rec. And... So then, what's the idea behind these guys putting out that app? I have no idea. I really, I really don't know what this is. Like, I don't, I don't really see the because this has this has nothing on it. You know, at least CBS All Access has got some. You get Star Trek. They get right. They've got some exclusive stuff on that app. Yeah. I can't see anything on here that's like exclusive to this. That's a reason that I need to have this unless I really need to get like my Royal pains on, <laughs> or my, you know, or I really need, I really need to do a King of Queens marathon. Oh Lord. To go to CW and find that or FX <laughs> on a Saturday morning. Well, and here's the thing I, I guess is like a lot of these shows, um, like when they go on the NBC app or they go on Hulu or whatever, like it's only like five episodes. Mm. Like, so I guess if you want to watch like the entire, you know, whatever, right. um, some show, uh, hey, knock your sock. But, um, yeah, like, or hey, man, you can watch like Days of Our Lives. Well, look at that. You know, I don't really see any reason for this. The Titan Games, like like the Rock's seventy fifth show. How does this guy have another show? Because he's not shooting Black Adam. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's he, not shooting ball. I guess he's not shooting ballers anymore either. He's doing everything he possibly can to avoid shooting that movie. It's never coming. He, he talks about it a lot, though. Oh god, yeah, it's never gonna happen. Um, I have you watched Homecoming on Amazon? No. I really think it's something you're gonna like. Really? So it's shot with like that law style of flash forward. It it's this is company, right? And they take soldiers who are coming home from war and they're trying to, you know, do therapy to get them to, you know, be able to transition back into like, you know, their everyday life with little to no issues. And they show it it's it's normal aspect ratio when they're talking to them. When they first got back from the war, but okay. then which is to, it seems like it's maybe a year or two later, and the aspect ratio switches to this really narrow shot. But it's so interesting, and I think I'm on episode five. And you know me, I'm either playing video games, rewatching some MCU stuff, or I'm not watching TV at all, and I'm hooked. Like if it wasn't for like my son wanted to play with me. I'd just be watching the show all the time. It's really good. The second season just came out, but it's just like this suspense and thriller. Just trying to figure out what's really going on. What are they trying to do with these ex soldiers? Julia Roberts in the first season. I highly, highly recommend it. There's not much else on, you know, regular cable. So, and there's no sports at all. So if you're looking for something to watch, uh, jump into homecoming, uh, hit us up online, chat back and forth about it. Maybe we do a watch party or something. But I really think you're gonna like it. Hmm. Um, to, um, they do something really interesting with the credits on every episode too. 
That's, okay. that's not your typical fade to black. That's all I'll say. Okay. That sounds interesting. I'll have to jump over to my Amazon account and see what's going on there. I got so much stuff to watch. It's just crazy. Um, the comics finally started rolling back in. Uh, Marvel finally got their shipment in. There are only four books, unfortunately. It was Venom, Spider-Man, Avengers, and I can't even remember what the other one was. It was a lesser-known title. So it looks like it's going to be a while before they get things fully rolling. Because usually, you know, on a Wednesday, you'll get 15 to 20 new books every month. Um, dude, this this COVID thing is really just got everything backed up. Like, I need, I know for in our area, the mall opened up, and not every store is, is back up. A lot of people are still just going to stay home. Yeah, I haven't been over there. I have no need to go over there. I had to go pick up some grass seed because I uh, burnt my lawn with fertilizer. At the mall? Target. Oh, okay. Yeah, I try to avoid that one. I actually, I usually go like to the other Target. It's closer to my house. Uh, So the other thing too, the tenant... Uh, I think it's, is that the last trailer that just dropped? I'm imagining it's the last trailer. I mean, the thing comes out in July, right? So, still, do you still believe that this movie's coming out in the theaters? <sighs> yeah, I mean, they seem to be kind of all in on it. So, uh, I'm, I'm guessing they are. I don't get it. I would just push this thing back to the fall. Like, you got some states that are just now deciding to partially open up. You got some states in phase one, some states phase two. So I saw there's a county in Washington, state of Washington that's going to reclose everything because the numbers jump back up. Yeah, and, you know, San Francisco announced that they're not going to let movie theaters uh, open until August. So... um you know, that's probably the only thing that's going to push it back is if like a lot like states and localities and stuff like that say, mm-hmm. um, you know, no, you can't open movie theaters, then I could see them maybe pushing it back based on that. But um, I'm pretty sure they're, you know, at this point. You know, I think Nolan, Nolan made a comment. Um, I think this week about it and because he's he hasn't really said a lot about it, but I think he made a comment this week about it saying that, you know, the film will be ready when when safe to open theaters. So I don't know if that means that, um, you know, they're still kind of on the fence. You know, they've said that um, Warner Brothers needs like like 80 percent of the theaters to be open for them, for it to be worth it for them to drop this thing. I don't know if I see that being the case in July. I don't think 80% of movie theaters are going to be open in July. Yeah. So, and even if they are, I can't see, I don't know. I I mean, back me up. I shouldn't say, you know, I was, I would have said last week, I can't see people going to them. And then I saw all the, the, you know, people in the pools. People in the pool and people at the beach and people at bars and, you know, like people on the boardwalk at Ocean City. And it's like, I think the thing is, it's people want to be outside. 
I get it, but I'm not sure people are willing to say, hey, let me go spend money to go sit inside somewhere. And here's the other thing for a movie that. Although, although, you know, my wife is down in Florida right now and she told me that uh, restaurants are open, like indoor restaurants. Oh, I get I, But that's still, you know, you're out. That's active participation. It's not just sitting back and sitting at the movie theaters. And it's not like it's an MCU film. If that if if they said, hey, you know, ninety percent of the audience, they have no idea what the heck this film is. I don't no. even know what this thing is. Uh, the people, people who made it, people who made it, don't even know what it is. Yeah, like 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 Pattinson was out, like interviewed like this weekend. He was like, like, look, I mean, I don't even know what this thing is. He said he doesn't even understand it. So, <laughs> um, he he had to have like. John David Washington explained it to him, and he still doesn't get it. <laughs> so this is going to be like another memento, you know? Look, if this was normal circumstances, you might have a tough time getting people in this film. The way they really should have marketed this, it's going to sound real stereotypical, but if you want to market this to the target audience, tell a bunch of women that this is Denzel Washington's son. You might get some folks in here. But outside of that, I, I don't yeah, know. But, yeah, but they didn't go see Black Landsman, so... Yeah, that was a tough sell. That's that Spike Lee's Black Klansman and uh, good the title's movie, a little risque. It was a good movie, but it was a good movie. It's still a different time. Certain things you just ain't floating too well out here. Look, yes, yeah. I'm interested in because it's Nolan, but look, man, you're not getting me in the movie theaters till check with me back in February next year. <laughs> You may get me in in like December. I may need to go see some stuff in December. I mean, I I, I definitely need to go see Dune, and I may need to go see Top Gun. And long sleeve uh, shirts, masks, and gloves. Uh, which is fine. I mean, I wear that stuff, you know. Jeez, this this is oh man. Like I got an email today about uh, do I feel like all the different suggestions for sending my son back to school. In, in September, I'm like, all of these sound insane. One of them was like, send your kid to school every other week, half a day. Uh, one like, that, well, some kids will go to school for a whole month and then have the month off. I'm like, this sounds crazy. How are parents going to manage that? How are you, as a parent, as a caregiver, going to manage that? When you know, a lot of parents, uh, sorry to say it, they depend on their kid being in school so they yeah. go work. How are you going to manage your kids home every other month? No idea. How, you know, how, or every other week. I mean, how, how are you going to manage that? That's just crazy. Like, and I, I talk to, like, I'm talking to like a lot of parents and stuff like that now. And it's like, they're pulling their heads out, you know, like, how are you, how are you going to deal with that? And then there's like this whole debate about, you know, what happens to these kids who are struggling now because this homeschooling thing is a joke because they weren't ready for it. You know, a lot of the school districts, you know, like Bridgeport, you know, they're they're doing really minimal stuff because kids don't have computers. You know, they're not Easton where they could give every kid a, a computer, mm-hmm. you know. And so you can't sit there and say, well, we're going to do these Zoom classes every day when kids don't have computers. You know, so since some of them don't have it, none of them can have it. So, so you know, you, you just send – it's basically – it's not home – it's not – like homeschool or 
online school, it's just like homework packets. And the parents are supposed to teach it, you know. How, and so what do you do with these kids that all now, at, you know, they can't master the skills that they need to advance to the next grade? You just pass them. Right. And, and then that creates a bigger problem because because now you're just you're just making it worse. You're not serving the kid by doing that. I don't know, man. It's, it's rough. This thing is... You know, a kid's not going to care when he's 40 years old if he graduated a year late. He's going to care if he can't spell or add. This thing is, is it's affected. I don't think there's been one sector of life that has been affected by this thing. Absolutely. And and that doesn't even take into account, like, special needs kids mm-hmm. who, you know, my, my wife works with, you know, she does, she's involved in, like... Um, with autistic kids and then, and their special programs. And you're like, this is really hard for them because a lot of these kids need to be in these environments on a daily basis to socialize and to, you know, and, and a lot of them are regressing and, and the parents can't aren't equipped always to deal with them. Yeah. So, and they don't have a break. So it's just really bad, you know, all around. Not good. Um, anything to say before we get out of here? No, I mean I, I think <laughs> we talked about a lot. <laughs> yeah, we went we went way left. Um, folks, uh, hit me up on Ardell Burns forty seven at Twitter. Is that the right one? No, wow. Ardell Burns. How do you not know your own Twitter handle? I never look at it. Uh, yeah, Ardell Burns on Twitter. Go watch uh, Man of Steel. Watch the ultimate edition of uh, Batman versus. So I'm Man. gonna I'm, I'm gonna send you a link for a podcast. Yeah, that I listened to this week. Yeah. So so one of my favorite one of my favorite um, podcasts, and I I I don't know if you've listened to it or not. I know I've tried to get you to listen to it. Is the Cinephiles? Um, it's John Roca and this guy Steve Morris, who is a uh, he's a film editor and a, and a directing instructor. He teaches. Uh, directing at a college level. And he was on, he was a guest on a podcast called um, Blockbuster Mentality, which is like these couple of guys who like talking about movies and stuff like, uh, you know, who would do that? Um, and so they had him on and they were talking about Man of Steel. And Steve basically, during the course of the podcast, rewrote the movie. And his version, his version of the movie is so much better. The movie was fine as it is. No. <laughs> not after you hear this, it's not. Folks, go watch the the Zack Snyder edition of Man of Steel, which is perfectly fine as it is. Then go watch the ultimate edition of Batman vs. Superman. Skip Justice League, because the real one's coming out. The, movie, the one you have out, is it's phony, it's false. And then now that we've gotten the the Snyder cut, let's we're gonna get in the Ayer cut of Suicide Squad since he said his was. Yeah, everybody gets a away. cut. Every I, seriously, I, and I said this years ago. That should have been DC's plan. Look, we give you the theatrical version, then we let the director put out the version that he wanted, and then you decide what's canon. To be fair, this is not this is not a new idea. There have been director's cuts a lot. I mean, no, there's no. like. There's like six different versions of Blade Runner. But no, but that should have been DC's angle. That should have been their gimmick. There's always going to be two versions of the movie. Maybe. 
hey, at the time, it looked like the only thing they could have used to beat Marvel. Like I said, we don't even know if Zack Snyder's Justice League is going to be a movie. It may it may be a limited series. It may be like four or five episodes. Just give me. I hope just give me a movie. Give me a four hour movie. Just like I still want that four hour cut of Black Panther too. Only if they spend a lot of money fixing CG. They have it. Well, <laughs> maybe not right now because the park's been closed. Yeah, Disney's hemorrhaging money right now. They just pushed back some of their opens. We need the vaccine quick. Uh, it's probably it's probably still a year, year and a half away. Yeesh. Folks, wear your mask when you go into the stores. Take care of yourself and each other. Um, be kind. Be kind to some. Be kind in, uh, out there right now. Just you don't know what somebody's going through. Please be kind to one another. That's that's what I'm gonna say right now. Yeah, it's it's kind of a powder keg out there. It's a rough. It's a rough place. You know. Try to keep your head on. Try to think things through. Um, this whole situation has got everybody just uh, on edge, and current events are not helping. So, you know, st- st- I'm with Randall. Stay safe. Stay home if you can. Be, you know, protect yourself, protect your family. We'll get through this. And 20 years from now, we'll all laugh about it. Maybe. Hopefully. Release all the cuts. Peace. I was going to say something about Man of Steel needs to be rewritten, but it's okay. It is perfect <laughs> as is. Yeah, I may drop a link on my Twitter feed later, guys. 